Hola, Monsieur Fletcher. Yeah. <laughs> hola, hola. Yeah, you're hanging out in Barcelona. The, um, that's what happens when you're a jet setter, um, mental performance coach, educator, <laughs> former disruptor. Elite performance, <laughs> elite performance, please. <laughs> uh, no, that's only that's only safe for the uh, for the special few of us. Uh, yeah, look, mate, what's going on? Uh, why are you here on this call uh, on a Saturday morning? Um, are we on because uh, I'm trying to find hope in the way England are playing rugby at the moment? <laughs> Go on, explain. Um, I was actually thinking about doing a pod around the the second, the, not the sixteenth, but the the internationals, and then actually we're obviously going to talk about the app. But I am finding it really hard at the moment to watch some rugby, uh, probably apart from Scotland, if I'm honest. So uh, they're ripping it up. I'm enjoying Finn. Hugo's uh, podcast is a shout out, obviously, BBC Rugby podcast, his Q&A stuff with Finn and with Greg that was ridiculous, if I'm honest. So Gregor spoke like an under-12s club coach. Oh, the kids have got different rules, like there's different scoring systems. They're trying to work them out. Um, And then Finn was like, yeah, you know, it's just like, it's not really magic what I do, is it? It's just like, should just be normal, shouldn't it? And then... I looked at actually great stats. So Finn offloaded the ball nine times against France. England offloaded the ball three times against Wales. And why do you think that is? I mean, you've obviously had some insight into listening to them around the pod. And what sort of stuff you're seeing and sensing? I have possibly some inside information maybe to add to it. Well, you you'll have more inside info than me. Uh, I think we measure stuff that's easy to measure: kick meters. I think uh, Marcus has been practicing like pointing to the sky for box kicks and he's got and he's got good at it. And so the nines are just like box kicking. Um I, I don't think we have combinations. So incredible that we picked the most cap team, England cap team ever. And actually when you looked at the combos, there was there were zeros in the centers, there was uh zeros at half back. Um Obviously, you've got to pick three and three. I do get you've got to pick three and three, but actually when you then start looking at how many different combinations they are and you would have played better with other players. Uh, I think if you're a super skillful, adaptable player, however, you can play with different people, can't you? I think Scotland are benefiting from the, you know, the 10, 12, 13 axis is pretty strong, isn't it? It brings lots of different strengths to the game. They combine well. They understand each other. I, re- I really am going to... They asked said to Gregor, how are you, how are you building connection off the pitch? He said, um, I'm generally just going around the lads, telling them they look good, like just building their confidence up, getting them to feel good about themselves. Um, and I'm and I'm sure that they're doing more than that. Uh, yeah, well, what are you thinking? What have you got to add? Probably just add, uh, I did have a separate team that had, uh, however, that would be the same with some really strong players in the book people's teams that maybe don't touch the ball as much. Um, I think Gregor himself as the head coach would be interested in to have a look at the number of forwards and backs as head coach and maybe like yeah, what their beliefs of the game are. Gregor's beliefs are that you know the game should be played in a certain way. I do think it's it's our identity as Scotland. Yeah, if you look back to history, like we've always at various stages um, attempted to play the game quite quickly, uh, create a create an environment that is quite messy. Um, 
thrive in that environment through our skills and um, and then take away some of the weapons of the other teams around their physical size and the mass um, and the ability to do some other stuff. Having two clubs is a disadvantage in some ways, but it's the strength is that, that you have that. You have lots of combinations. You, know, you have a lot of... I mean, it, it is literally 45 minutes from Edinburgh to Glasgow, so between the two professional clubs. And generally, everybody in Scotland wants the national team to do well. I mean, there's often quite a lot of... Um, 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 pessimism um, within the country and sometimes around our team but, but generally everybody's working really hard uh, within all of the game to kind of make this go well for Scotland and then probably the last thing I, again I think it's a And I'm knocking around the team. You just see people probably not. Yeah, it'd be around be not that well resourced. Um, it feels like an amateur team when you're around them. That's how it kind of feels. You know, there's not thousands and thousands of people measuring different stuff and telling people what they can and can't do type stuff. Uh, it's a, quite a small management team compared to everybody else. Um, yeah, they just do like old fashioned stuff. You know, they go to crazy golf and they. Yeah, it just sort of it, it does remind me of sort of the amateur days. And clearly Gregor Gregor talks a bit about that. You know, that's that's the era that he's from. I'm trying to get that balance, you know, why people love the sport want to play it, but also clearly an element of professionalism. Like we need to prepare the team in a professional way. That's the stuff I'm not to send, but um May, how does this link to the app? Like what's your what's your your disillusion with the current game? Um, which is frightening because you're a really lucky badger and we're going into the World Cup, most exciting time from a male point of view. Um, but come on, how do you think the app's going to help your mood? Uh, um, well, I guess like we've also got a situation over here of numbers dropping off. So uh, I guess you've got to look at the reasons why. Uh, clearly, like Connect is one of them. I think the app will start to help people with that. They'll become more skillful defenders. It'll help them understand how to dictate and put attackers where they want to rather than being reactive, as an example, and lots of other things. Uh, I think another reason is players probably, I get it, it's actually quite hard. You know, you turn up and there'll be, uh, across the country, there'll be age groups of over 100 kids in some places. And so how do you coach 100 kids and give them individual attention and help them understand where they are and then move forward from that point? And develop the com competence and confidence that's going to keep them involved in the game. And I think that's very challenging. And obviously we do see that kind of drop off. Um, and so I think it's going to help solve that problem as well, because clearly each kid's going to be on their own little journey. It's going to meet them where they are. So it'll be just for them and it'll be just in time and it'll be helpful as they move across age groups. One of the other challenges is transitions. So, you know, as we move from non-contact to contact, as we move from, you know, eventually into, into seniors. So the app is hopefully, will build up some of the stuff that you're going to need at the, to help you progress across to the next age group. Um, I think another reason is probably like just that connection. Sometimes I think we've lost that sense of community around clubs. I know you're big on that. Um this the ability to connect up the parent, the coach, the player, the, you know that triangle. Hopefully, um, 
people will feel a bit more like they belong. It'll it'll solve those types of problems that I think uh, sit behind probably are. Uh, um, I'm not sure we're pushing the boundaries of the game, quite frankly. Um, but also, you know, we I, I want people to have this uh, amazing association with sports because I was lucky enough to have it. But and if that's sports rugby, then this uh, this should help them with that. What uh, what would you add? Anything I've missed? I was just I was just riffing then as well. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that's good. That was like that was good jazz. I was enjoying your jazz. Um, yeah, just, I mean, maybe just partner a little bit around, yeah, lots of the challenges are very um, exploratory. Like, you know, let's go and try this, have a go at this, uh, probably get people to think slightly differently, um, maybe, in terms of um, what's sort of currently going on in training. And I agree with you, like, I think the players are capable of so much more. Um, you know, so if this was the equivalent of, if I go back to some of the rugby that I'm seeing, like, we've got, We've got people who are good at the piano, like grade nine or whatever that may be. And they've been asked to do like grade three. Like they are literally doing, I don't even know what it's called on the piano. Um, I mean, and I can kind of sense it a little bit when I watch the players. Like there's not many of them smile. Um, I actually, um, you know, I really enjoyed the female um, recent games. I enjoyed the World Cup. Um, definitely felt as though girls were actually encouraged to go and try some stuff in lots of in- um, maybe it's, it's a little, I do think we're well, on to it by the way I do think they are mindful that we are in the entertainment business we are competitors of so many different environments and quite frankly like people have just moved on to something else they're just going to get entertained elsewhere um, but yeah and, and then the only other thing coming back to the app is, is just around that blend of the coach I really like the fact that the player can through the point system that's attached to all of the challenges they can kind of see what how much this was rugby? How much is this was me from a brain skill, so from a psychological point of view, and how much was this from a physical skill? So it's clearly what we're trying to do as coaches is develop all aspects of development, not just them being good at the tech tech stuff. It's like how are we developing really robust physical, almost like a rally car? And then from a psychological point of view, like you know, really really focusing around their confidence and their resilience um, and their determination and their creativity and and all that sort of stuff. Uh, that's something that actually excites me the most, is around the challenges, linking it into all aspects of development. And then, um, yeah, just on the connection, I'd probably just build, like, the, of the missions, the fact that we've been able to, and players love doing this, so when we phone up and say, oh, can you give a mission for this? This is its purpose. They're going, definitely, like, I absolutely want to. And the fact that we get them to associate, like, where it started from them, so you got Marcus Smith talking about it all started for me when I was in Singapore or, or whatever it may be. I think that's important. I think it's important that, that we connect. Um, these players started in environments like where me and you started. Yeah, just yeah, and, and listening to you, I'll, I'll add a couple more. So, yeah, the heroes thing is important. Interestingly, I think the players loved doing the challenges. And they're like, when I went to Queens, it was like a class day. It's so much fun. Uh, then I would just say, like, we just want to help players push the boundaries. Like, I'm reading a really good book called Superman at the moment. Um, and it's about extreme sports and the progression they've made and the percentage increases in skateboarding and skiing. And, and we are miles away. We're actually regressing in some areas. So I don't want to have a turn up to a session. I don't think it's fair. 
that we've got a, a 14-year-old kid who's been playing rugby for seven, eight years that can't pass off both hands and kick off both feet, possibly because he's been told he's a prop. Um, we would be very unhappy if that was our child and we turned up to a maths lesson and they were 14 and they didn't know several of their times tables. So I think it'll fill that gap. And then also, yeah, it'll help coaches with the, you know, the physically mature player who, who at the moment is having high success. Well, actually, the nature of it, and I'm sure parents will imagine how addicted their kids are to computer games and they might might be cool if they get not addicted to, but like really get into like um, how they can get better at their rugby. Now, what it will allow them to do is prepare for the next level. So the physically mature kid will be having challenges. They're going to prepare him or her for the next level, um, which often like they get to that stage without that preparation and they get really frustrated. And that's why I talk about people dropping out of the game. And, I, you know, that's, that's the stuff I definitely don't want to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, anything else on the differentiation? Like you sort of mentioned, like the early develop, early mature. Is there anything else that you're sort of thinking? Are you through any part of the app? Um, I think you were sort of referring to the challenges that are set. Are they all progressive and they do prepare you for the, you know, for the experiences that you're having as a club? Is there anything else you're thinking on the differentiation stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, again, you have you have some choice around how you navigate each level, so that will be helpful. Um, I think, as you said, like the the missions um, allow us to explore and like see what's possible and compete against some of the pros on some stuff and see if we can beat them. By the way, it won't be that hard. Like, will it? Like, it's quite embarrassing. But some of the I'm joking. I'm joking. Poor um, old Josh Bayless. Poor eh? old Josh Bayless. Um, so uh, it's uh, yeah. I, I, why would you have you got anything else you're thinking around that? No, just, yeah, yes, yeah, similar, really. Just um, no, I was just curious. I mean, I was. I mean, I know you talk a lot about the differentiation, how important it is. I'm, I'm, I maybe sort of started looking through the, the through the lens of the of the um, of the parent coach. I know um, sometimes coaches aren't parents, the vast majority are. A high percentage of people in our sport and other sports within team sports are, are sort of either reluctant or highly motivated parents, like. What's the purpose of, oh, sorry, what do you think this is going to give them? Like, what's going to source in 12 months' time to commit to this? Like, what sort of experience do you think they'll have and what do you think they'll be saying about it in a year's time? Um, well, I think we all remember our first sessions where we were just trying to get through them. We were probably organising activity. We probably weren't catching individuals as well as we could. And I think it felt like it was us to them. If you imagine this is going to change that paradigm from them to us. They're going to own their own development. So you might have some kids going, oh, you know, Rusty, uh, can you um, can you make sure that uh, we do a little bit of, well, I'll get asked for contact all the time anyway, a little bit of contact so I can practice my FIFA tackles. Uh, FIFA tackles will be explained in the, uh, in the app. It'll also give them support. So there's coaches nudges along the way that are appropriate to that level, appropriate to that coach, appropriate to that age. It'll help the coaches develop their coaching craft as well alongside it. So, you know, perhaps at the start of the season when, um, you know, we might actually, there might be some nudges around to help them around some of the contact stuff. There might be some nudges to help them around exploring what are people's strengths, um, all of that stuff. So I think you'll, 
I mean, it's it's like vegetables, isn't it? We've hidden the coach development in there. Uh, I think if you're a coach, you'll be pretty thankful 12 months in. You'll have some really skillful kids who are in, uh, where there's much more interactions from them to you, and you will have um, got better at coaching. Nice. Tell me the role that uh, Lucids have played in this. So we partnered with Lucids. What does that mean? What sort of experience should people have around that? Yeah, I think it's like an, an obvious thing, isn't it? And they're doing amazing stuff trying to, with this really bold ambition of having uh, someone around mental health in every single rugby club in the world. I think that's like a pretty cool thing to try and go after. Um, clearly, I think sport done well is, that's exactly what it is. It's actually uh, it's brilliant for our brains, helps us belong. Uh, we might get into some flow states and have some amazing experiences. and uh, But also it comes with some of the challenges, doesn't it, around things like selection and uh, people struggle post-rugby and all of that. So, yeah, I think they're doing an amazing work. So it just seems like a natural connection to me, really. Uh, Rob and the gang played touch with them the other day. Um uh, I definitely need to, uh, I definitely need an app to help me get better at touch rugby at 48 years of age. Um, it's quite awkward. But, um, Why are people not Please, is, is that, um, I mean, that is your go to big, massive wind up on the phone. Are people, well, are people working out? What was that? People have worked out my dummy switch. Yeah. Switch, switch. It's a dummy. It's a dummy. Uh, yeah, so I just think it's a good, you know, it's a great connection. I think they're doing amazing work. Uh, we want to partner with them. Obviously, like, uh, a portion of the money will go towards them as well because, like, it would be just incredible if they could achieve this big uh, mission that they're going after. Yeah, great. Around there, what about sales sharks? So, um, sales sharks have taken that big step forward again. Hey, Hey, Rocket Rugby Gang, like, we again want to be official partners. We want to work with you within our region. Like, again, what's the, you know, what's the, what do you think they're thinking about? Why, why do you think they're so enthusiastic and like really up for the, and again, it's not just the male game, it's the male and the female. Um, yeah, well, why do you think they're so enthusiastic about being involved with this? Yeah, look, and clubs have been really helpful, haven't they, in letting us in to go and spend time with their players and create submissions and some stuff. Um, Sale have just been really proactive around it. Uh, a quick story, like last time I went into Sale, I sat in a meeting uh, with the men's team and they were all speaking about who they wanted to be as uh, human beings. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, eh? So I probably got a pretty good tie-in with loose heads. Uh, I think you've got to work out who you want to be uh, first. Um, and then the advocate Owen and the women's side have been like really into this as well, probably for similar reasons, really. Like they they really uh, understand what the game of rugby can give to people and want to help as many as people as possible experience that and stay in the game and feel connected to the game. And yeah, they've been uh, they've been pretty cool. So obviously we've got a couple of um uh, dates, which obviously you'll know because you you know you've got a diary. Um uh, uh, coming up where we're going to go and do some coach development stuff up there up in that neck of the woods and and share like probably how coaches can like use the app to maximise their coaching to help their players get better to probably make them feel a bit more relaxed about their coaching to be honest I, I mean that's the thing I do think it's going to take away a lot from coaches so you're not going to have to be worrying about quite so many things as you were before 
Yeah, no, I agree. You know, yeah, um, I mean, ultimately, if you can sort of have good flow to the activity, you know, whether it be small-sided games, whether it can be a big game, whether it be some skill, coaching type stuff. So once you get that flow, how you want your session to flow, and you kind of get your head around, well, this is the activity that I'm going to do. I do think ultimately what we'd move on to anyway is then to start to work with the individuals and start challenging them based upon what we're noticing. And that's what the app is designed to do. It wouldn't be great if like before lots of coaching sessions, players go up to the coach and go, um, having known what their flow is going to be, like understanding the coaches sent that out or there's some awareness and then just going to go, this is what I want to work on. How can you help me? And then coaching can stop coaching. Which is, which is noticing and 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 interacting and trying to create those amazing connections where the players with each other and they just go after stuff and they're just having an amazing time and that sense of achievement when they don't and that like pleasantly frustrated um, when it doesn't go as well as they want but they can have another go at it next week. But yeah, that's to me what I see what great coaching is anyway. And um, yeah, that's the purpose of the app. That's what we want to do. We actually want to make it less stressful for coaches. Um, and look to in, encourage and, and also support them around their craft and their development. Uh, it's important to me and you. Like when the players have an amazing time, but we definitely want the coaching the parents uh, to have an amazing time as well. So, um, May, watch your, watch your, ele- your elevator pitch, like you've got 30 seconds, just to sort of close this out about the app. And I'm going to time you. 30 seconds, let's go. What's the elevator? You can ask what I'm doing today, but I'm going to the beach in Barcelona, I'll probably go to the uh, Gaudi Cathedral. Um, oh, yeah, look, uh, what do I think? Uh, if I could have accelerated those first 10 years of my coaching where I thought I was doing pretty well and I probably wasn't coaching individuals, then uh, this is the app that would have done that for me. Good way to finish. Um Mate, just on the, uh, what's your predictions for Cup? Like, who's going to be final? I've been saying New Zealand all the time. I think New Zealand are going to win the World Cup. I think fans are going to wobble. They're missing uh, Ontomax, a big loss. Um, the only the only thing is, like, our side of the draw is, like, really easy. Is there? No disrespect, but, like, if Scotland come through, if Scotland beat South, um, South Africa and or Ireland, they then have to beat... France and or, or France or New Zealand to then get to a semi. You won't have any tight ends after that point. Um, and then you won't be on scrimmage and then you will be just playing basketball. I think it's just our side of the draw is just so much easier. So I think it'll be perhaps one of the teams from our side of the draw, but for me, New Zealand will win the competition. Okay, I'm going to disrupt Yeah, France, uh, probably because I'm a romantic. Um, I like what they've done over the last uh, wee while around their um, their pathway stuff. Um, I think it's in the stars. Losing Intermark is definitely a disruption. Um, I hope they stay true to themselves. I hope they uh, go after the attack um, and, yeah, sort of actually probably open themselves back up a little bit. I think they've closed down a little bit around their options around attack. They're more predictable than I've seen them for a while. Um, I don't think they'll win it if they play, play like that. Uh, I, however, I, I actually think they're at their best in attack. I think they're almost unplayable. I don't think anybody would be in the court with them. So, I'm good in uh, so, France, Scotland final, France to win it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think Scotland would take that, to be fair. Obviously, it is going to be tough to get out of the pool. However, um, I, I don't think anybody would want to play Scotland at this moment in time. I'd have full strength with our 
full bench. Um, yeah, and that's what Berger's going after, isn't it? Just around that performance. Like we need to, you know, really, really need to hit hit a, a couple of big performances, which they're more than capable of. As he said, and he probably said, I haven't listened to it. Like some of their stuff they're doing in training. Lots of teams would say this. It's amazing. It's actually they've got loads more to give. Like there's lots of stuff I've seen with my own eyes that that hasn't yet come out. Um, and you spoke earlier, like a lot of a lot of that's around the the skill of the coach to bring that out in the team. Um, and I agree with you, lots of that's the confidence. And I think we're going to give them that. So uh, rather, anyway, I think I'd rather go Scotland training than England training. Mate, have an amazing day in Hexham. I'll see you soon. See you soon. Cheers, mate.